This message you are about to listen to was recorded live at the retained Christian Church of God, Fountain of Life Parish, December Farms Road, Natske Bus Stop, Agbara Lusada Road, Ogun State. The blessed as you listen. That I love to dwell It's the presence of my Father All the host of heaven gather Worshiping, bowing down before Him that as we study your word you illuminate your word in our hearts in the name of Jesus grant us access to your mysteries in the name of Jesus Lord as we listen to your word as we share your word let our heart be receptive to your word in the name of Jesus transform us by your word and let us know you more and more in the name of Jesus let there be revelation and knowledge even as we share your word in the name of Jesus Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' glorious and mighty name, we are prayed. Praise the Lord. Brethren, I welcome us to this teaching. And I want to share with us on the topic that says, Men ought to pray. Men ought to pray. Open your Bibles quickly with me to Luke 18, verse 1 to 8. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city 
and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversaries. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet this woman troubleth me. I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he be along with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on it? Praise the Lord. In this place we just read, Jesus was telling a parable. Was telling a parable. And he told them, Men ought always to pray. And that's where I got the title of this message from. Men ought always to pray. He didn't say, Men ought to pray. I want you to underline the word always. Men ought always to pray. Men ought to pray regularly. Meaning that prayer should not be infrequent. Prayer should be something we do regularly on daily basis. Jesus, our Lord and Master, was telling his disciples here, and by extension, he's also telling us that men ought always to pray. And he went further to say, and not to faint. Meaning that when we are not praying, we are fainting. When we are not praying, we are fainting. I want to say something about fainting. Physically, if somebody faints, what happened to that person is that that person's strength has been drained. That person no longer has strength. Maybe due to one sickness or the other. The person is weak and that's why the person has fainted. So also our spiritual life, so also our prayer life. When we are not praying, we are losing strength. And fainting is inevitable. So Jesus didn't just tell the disciples that men ought to pray. He was also saying, and not to faint. Meaning that prayerlessness is fainting. Which means to pray is to have strength to stand. I pray God will strengthen you and I in the mighty name of Jesus. And he gave a parable of a particular unrighteous judge. And the widow in that city came to that judge. And the widow kept disturbing that judge. And that judge said, though I don't fear God. And I don't regard any man. But because this widow is troubling me. I will do what she's saying. And Jesus is telling us that. If man is doing this. An unjust judge. How much more God will he not hear us if we pray to him on anything day and night? I pray for somebody who may already be fainting. The Lord will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. What is prayer? Prayer is a two-way communication between God and man. I said two-way communication because prayer is not just about Taking our request to God in prayer. It's not just about asking God to give us one thing or the other. It is also about receiving what God has to say to us. 
in Habakkuk 2, verse 1 to 2, Prophet Habakkuk reveals something very important to us about prayer. He said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that I may run that readed it. Habakkuk is telling us here that prayer is indeed a two-way communication. He said, I will stand upon my watch. I will set me upon the tower. And I will watch to see what he will say unto me. So prayer is not just about what we have to say to God. It's also about what God has to say to us. It's also about what God has to reveal to us. It's also about what message the Lord wants us to receive, to hear from him. The Lord will help us to always receive from God in the name of Jesus. Prayer is the meeting point between humanity and divinity. The author of prayer is the place where man encounters God. The place of prayer is a place where we are to meet our maker. The question I want to ask you, listening to me now, is how often do you create time to seek God? I want you to deeply consider this question and answer. How often do you create time to seek God? Brethren, God expects us to come to Him in prayer. God expects us to have time, to create time, even out of our busy schedule, if you, even if you say you are busy. God expects us to create time, to seek Him, to come to Him in prayer. David understands this principle very well. That's why David said in Psalm 65 verse 2, said, O thou that hearest prayer, Unto thee shall all flesh come. Unto him all flesh must come. All of us must realize that we must have time, allotted time, when we come to God. We must be creating this time. Prayer should be done always. Prayer should be done regularly. Prayer is not something we do only when we have challenges. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Why then should men pray? Why should men pray? Number one reason, God commands us to pray. We pray because God commands us to pray. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, the Bible says, Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. This doesn't mean for 24 hours you won't do anything else. You will just be praying. No. Praying without ceasing means praying every time we can remember that we have a maker that hears prayer. Praise the Lord. So praying without ceasing means you, your inner man is always connecting to God even while you appear to be busy. Your soul is connecting to your maker. There is something your inner man is saying to your maker per time. Apart from the time you create to, to probably maybe your money devotion or your, or, or your, your prayer, personal prayer. Apart from that, you should be a mobile prayer champion. 
Even while driving, you remember something about God. You pray to Him. You sing praises to Him. So we are to pray anywhere, anytime. Praise the Lord. So it may not be the way we pray when we are in our closet or when we are in the place of prayer or when we go for personal retreat. But at least if you are driving and there's something you just remember you need to pray about, you pray about it while driving. Praise the Lord. Number two reason why we need to pray. Prayer is the antidote to temptation. In Matthew 26 verse 41, Matthew 26 verse 41, Jesus told his disciples, he said, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Watch and pray that you don't enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. If you want to overcome temptation, if you want to overcome the power of the flesh, if you want to strengthen your inner man to win the battle of spirit versus flesh, you must pray. You must pray. When you pray, you feed your inner man with spiritual strength and you weaken the flesh so that the flesh can surrender to the spirit. The spirit is always willing, but the flesh is weak. Praise the Lord. Number three reason why we should pray is because man needs God's help. In Psalm 60 verse 11, the Bible says, Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. We always need the help of God. Psalm 108 verse 12, Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. In Psalm 121 from verse 1, David said, I will look, I will lift up my voice, my voice unto the hills, from where cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made the heaven and the earth. Praise the Lord. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from where cometh my help. You must know where your source of help is. It is only God who can help. And anyone God has not commanded in the realm of the spirit to help you may never help you no matter how long you disturb the person. The help of man is vain. Man cannot help you, but your father in heaven can help you. So you commit God to arise to help you when you knock in the place of prayer regularly. Praise the Lord. Number four reason why men ought to pray. The place of prayer is the place of strength. The place of prayer is the place of strength. In 1 Kings 19 verse 4, 4 to 8, something happened to Elijah. After Elijah had conquered the prophets of Baal upon Mount Carmel, he had called fire down. Fire came down mightily. He had seen God use him to, to disgrace the power of darkness. Then in 1 Kings 19 4 to 8, something happened. Jezebel threatened him and he ran away. Let's read 1 Kings 19 verse 4 to 8. But, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down on the juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him 
and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked on the coast, and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink, and lay him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time, and touched him, and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too far. And he arose, and did eat and drink, and went in the strength of that meat, forty days and forty nights, unto Oreb, the month of God. I want to say something here. Elijah prayed the wrong prayer. He was exhausted. He was tired. At the, at the threat, empty threat of Jezebel. He didn't know what to do rather than to tell God to take his life. Even though he prayed wrong prayer, the mercy of God still corrected his prayer. What he thought, what he wanted, wasn't what he needed. He wanted to die, but what he needed was strength. So God had to strengthen him by, bring, uh, by, by sending an angel to bring him food. I pray for somebody listening to me, God will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. Another reason why we ought to pray is because, number five, Satan is always roaring. Satan is always roaring. In 1 Peter 5 verse 8, the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. The devil is roaring about. Roaring about seeking who he may devour. Praise the Lord. So because of that, we are to be sober and be vigilant. The place of prayer is the place of spiritual vigilance. So we must be sober and be vigilant. The devil is roaring about. And this place said, seeking who he may devour. It's not everybody the devil can devour. It is those who open the door for the devil that the devil can devour. So when you pray regularly, you are shutting your door against the ministry of the devil. Praise the Lord. You are shutting your door against the ministry of the devil. Ministry of the devil. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you, you, you will have life abundantly. So when we pray, we choose the ministry of Jesus and reject the ministry of the devil. We are to resist him in the place of prayer. Praise the Lord. Number six reason why men ought to pray is because asking is prerequisite to receiving from God. If you need anything from God, you need to ask God. If you are not asking God, then God can decide not to give you. Praise the Lord. God can decide not to give you because not asking it means that maybe you believe in your own strength. You believe you can, you, you can, you can give yourself whatever you want. In Matthew 7, verse 7 to 10, listen to what the Word of God says. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? God always Hear and answer prayers. We are the one who is not asking from Him. Praise the Lord. We are not asking God relentlessly. Relentlessly. We need to pray and pray regularly and always. Asking is receiving. 
whatever it is you need from God, keep asking Him. Keep asking Him. And He will, he will answer you in the mighty name of Jesus. Number seven reason why men ought to pray. The place of prayer is the place of power. The place of prayer is the place of power. In Acts 4 verse 31, the Bible says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. In Acts chapter 2, power had come upon the apostles, uh, upon the, the early disciples. They gathered again in Acts 4 verse 31. The, 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 the place where they were praying was shaking because God came down mightily in his power. And they were filled again with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Those who have encountered power, they are bold. I pray for somebody listening to me. The power to take the battle to the enemy's gate receive in the name of Jesus. I say it again, the power to take the battle to the enemy's gate, receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Number eight reason why men ought to pray is because the place of prayer is the place of revelation. The place of prayer is the place of revelation. Jeremiah 3 verse 3, the Bible says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 3 verse 3, Call unto me. God is saying, call unto me, I will answer. And when I answer you, I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. So the place of prayer is the place of revelation. So prayerlessness leads to lack of vision. I pray you will be a man, a woman, a brother, a sister of vision in the mighty name of Jesus. Number nine reason why we must pray is because a prayerful person is an unstoppable person. Second Chronicles 26 verse 5. The Bible says, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Listen to me. Maybe you have been praying and you haven't seen the desired result. I want to tell you, this is why there's something called breakthrough. You will get to a point where you will break through if you keep praying, praise the Lord. And from there you keep you keep you keep you keep shining and shining brighter and brighter. Because the path of the righteous is like a shining light. So you will keep shining. Praise the Lord. So if it has if it's as if now you are not making progress, you are already making progress in the realm of the spirit, and your breakthrough will soon manifest, and you will move at higher speed. Even in the school of prosperity in the name of Jesus. As long as he sought the Lord God made him to prosper. As, as long as you are praying, you will begin to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. And number 10 reason why men ought to pray is because prayer brings fullness of joy. Prayer brings fullness of joy. In John 16 verse 24, John 16 verse 24, Jesus said, It to have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. David says something in Psalm 16, verse 11, that I want also to, to, to read together. Psalm 16, verse 11. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Praise the Lord. 
you need to dwell in God's presence if you want to live a joyful life. I want to tell us, in the presence of the Lord, you cast your body. And as you cast your body, God lifts them. So you have nothing to be sorrowful about. You know, a prayerful person may not have the millions in his account, but it will, the, the oil of joy will be upon the, the life of that person. Because fullness of joy flows in his presence. You will just be joyful. You will be joyful. And God will take you to the realm of fullness of joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly, let's look at hindrances to prayers. Hindrances to prayers. Why is it that sometimes we pray, we don't receive? Hindrances to prayer. What are the things that can hinder us from receiving? Number one is sin. Sin. Isaiah 59 verse 1 says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shutting that it cannot see. Neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with, in, with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue with muttered perverseness. All forgiveness, praise the Lord, has muttered perverseness. I want you to know that sin is a separator between God and man. Sin is an insulator. Sin will make a man cry to God, and God will not hear, because there is a separation. Unforgiveness, disobedience to God, habitually coming late to church. Many people, it's not that they come to, late to church once in a while. Many come to church as an attitude. They come late to church as an attitude. Praise the Lord. There are many of us that cannot even remember when last a program, uh, uh, we, we, we got to church on or before a program has started. Many are in the habit of coming late to church. Many are in the habit of coming after praise and worship is over already. Because to them, praise and worship is what we do to wait for them, latecomers. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to really, really know that sin can really make our effort in the place of prayer a waste. I pray for everyone listening to me as I pray for myself. You will not seek God in vain in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 66 Verse, six, verse 18 to 20. Psalm 66, verse 18 to 20. The Bible says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God had had, had me. He had attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which had not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. If I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. If I harbor bitterness against anyone, if I have people I have not forgotten, if I have people I am locking up in the prison of my heart, God will not hear me. Praise the Lord. If I regard evil thoughts in my heart, if I keep evil thoughts in my heart against anyone, God will not hear me. I must know this every time. I pray the Lord will have mercy upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Many people have people they don't greet. Many people have one person or the other that within them, they are keeping record of something they have done and they, they, they have refused to forgive them. This is not... A good attitude of anyone that want to seek God and really see the face of God. We must watch this. We must guard our lifestyle. Sinful lifestyle is enmity to God and the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two reason. Number two hindrances to prayer. Number two wrong motive. Wrong motive. James 4 verse 3 says, Ye ask and receive not 
because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. I want to ask you a question. That your prayer request you are asking God to do, what is the motive behind it? Why do you want God to do it? Why? Is it so that you can show off to other people? Why are you asking God for a car? Is it so that you can splash rainwater on people? Is it so that people can say, can see you and say he has arrived? Is your motive right? Are you asking for what you are asking for so that it will help you to serve God better? Praise the Lord. Are you asking so that you can consume whatever blessing God brings your way upon your own lust? Are you asking just because of you and you alone? Are you asking God for anything out of self selfish motive? I want you to always understand something. We need to always understand this. That whatever it is we are asking God to do for us, we need to answer the question, how will it benefit the kingdom of God when God does that thing? Anything whatsoever you are believing God for and you are asking Him to do, you need to answer the question, if God does it, how will He benefit His kingdom? And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Number three reason, number three hindrance to prayers is ingratitude towards God. Ingratitude towards God. Many say, I don't have anything to thank God for. That you sleep and wake up every day is no reason to appreciate God. You must be thankful if you want the tank of your life to be full. Cultivate the habit of always thanking God. Psalm 103 verse 2. Psalm 103 verse 2. The Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You need to really know that there are a lot of benefits. That the Jew told us in one of his messages that there was a day he was praying and he was telling God that uh, uh, God has not done anything for him. A particular year, he was telling God that God hasn't really done much for him. God hasn't done anything for him. And God told him to carry pen. And God started telling him that 365 days in a year, you slept and woke up. Are you the one that woke yourself up? So God started telling him things and he, he wrote them down. At the end of it all, he broke down and asked God for mercy. If you only thank God for, if you, if you don't know how to thank God for some of the things that are not very obvious that God has done, then you may not be committing God to do more. Praise the Lord. That there is a particular prayer request you haven't seen answers to, doesn't mean God is not a good God. Psalm 100, Psalm 100 verse 4. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. If you are not thankful to God, if you don't thank God, even when you are praying, you may not be entering into his gates. Praise the Lord. You may not be gaining entrance into, into his court. Praise the Lord. Thanksgiving is one of the things that God takes delight in. We must be thankful. We must be thankful. We must, we must be thankful. We are not paying any dime to breathe in the air we are breathing. God gave us freely. We must be thankful. We must be, be thankful. Just imagine that God sees here for just 10 minutes. For just 10 minutes. Just imagine that God sees here. I'm sure many of us will be begging that God should not kill us. Praise the Lord. 
Number four, hindrances to prayer is ignorance of the word of God. Ignorance of the word of God. In Psalm 138 verse 2, Psalm 138 verse 2, the Bible says, I will worship towards thy only, only temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. God has magnified his word above his name. So before your name, before his name can be effective in your mouth, you must know, have the knowledge of his word. You must have the knowledge of his word. It is often said that one of the most potent form of prayer is the prayer of it is written. So knowledge of the word of God is very, very important. Very important. Very, very important. You must know the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, you are more like a lawyer. A lawyer who, who lacks knowledge of the constitution of the land. If you are a lawyer and you don't know the constitution of, of Nigeria, I'm sure your client, you will not be defending your clients well in court and you'll be losing cases. So the same way a praying person, a prayer champion, if you are ignorant of the word of God, you don't have the legal backing. You don't have the legal ground upon which you can stake a claim to anything you need. So it is in the word of God that you will, you will know the, the inheritance you have in Christ. Praise the Lord. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. So the, the word of the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. You need to study, 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 study. The word of God says, let, let the word of God dwell richly in you, richly in you. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. And the, the, the next hindrance to prayer is lack of faith, lack of faith. In John 11, verse 40, John 11, verse 40, Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Praise the Lord. Jesus was saying here, Did I not tell you? He was saying this at the top of Lazarus. Have I not told you people? Have I not said it earlier in verse 25? That, uh, uh, that I'm the resurrection and life. Have I not told you that if you believe, you seek the glory of God? Anyone that wants to see the glory of God, must learn to believe God. Abraham believed God and it was counted for him as righteousness. Faith in God boosts our record before God. We must learn to trust God no matter what. In the storm, in the rain, in very difficult situations, we must learn to trust God. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. When we have faith in God, God commits himself. God commits himself. In the, in the text we read, we read Luke 18 verse 1 to, to 8. Jesus said, will I find faith on earth when I come? Praise the Lord. So the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. God required that we have faith in him and declare our faith in him every time. Number six, hindrance to prayers is neglecting evangelism. Neglecting evangelism. In John 15 verse 16, John 15 verse 16, the Bible says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Praise the Lord. You know, if you are a soul winner, what you are doing is that you are cutting short your waiting time. If you are a soul winner, you are committing God. To speedily answering your prayers. If you are a soul winner, you are giving God why answers to your prayer must be instant. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to tell us something 
Very important. God is a God of time and seasons. Sometimes we pray and we don't see the manifestation of answers immediately. It's not because God has not heard us. It is because there are certain things that God will not do immediately. Because he has his own appointed time where he wants to do when he wants to do it. That's why the Bible says God makes everything beautiful at his own time. Consider the story of Sarah. Genesis 18 verse 14. Genesis 18 verse 14. The Bible says, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. That is what God said. I will return according to the time of life. That time of life is in his hand. And in Genesis 21 verse 2, the time of life had come for Sarah. For somebody listening to me, your own time of life has come in the mighty name of Jesus. Genesis 21 verse 2. For Sarah conceived and bare and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the same time of which God has spoken to him. Praise the Lord. At the same time that God has spoken, God has set that time. He has set it. For somebody listening to me, the set time for God to answer your prayers has come in the name of Jesus. In Habakkuk 2 verse 3. Abako said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. I pray for you, your vision in God will speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Once the appointed time has come, once the time of life has come, it will not tarry again. Nothing can delay it again. I pray for somebody, your appointed time has come in the mighty name of Jesus. We must imbibe the culture of praying until something happens. That's the, the, that, that, that's the attitude every Christian needs to have. The culture of praying until something happens is very important. In Daniel 10, Daniel 10 verse 13 to 21, Daniel was praying and God released the answers. And the angel that was bringing the answer was Hindered on the way by Prince of Persia. But because Daniel kept praying, Daniel kept praying, God sent another violent angel to come and to, to, to come and intervene. And the answer of Daniel located him. The answer of somebody will locate him or her in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever has been resisting your prayers, the Lord will move out of the way in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, I want to tell us, according to James 5, 17, God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. I want you to know that whatever God has done for anyone before he can do for you. James 5, verse 17. I want us to read it together. The Bible says, Elijah was a man to like passions as we have. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. The Bible is telling us that Elijah is an ordinary woman being like you and I. Elijah drinks water. He eats food like you and I. Elijah goes to the toilet like you and I. The body of Elijah is flesh. Elijah is flesh and blood like you and I. Elijah is an ordinary woman being. Praise the Lord. It's an ordinary woman being. So when we see people pray and something happens, it is not about them. It is about the extraordinary God that is working with them. And that same God can work with anyone. So God is no respecter of persons. If we can yield to God, God will release more grace to us and we will see more results. 
So whatever it is God has done for even our fathers in faith, he can do for us as well. If only we can learn to follow their footsteps. If only we can learn to pray the way they pray. If only we can learn to draw closer to God the way they drew closer to God. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Before we pray a few prayers, I have here that I want us to pray. I want to spend the next two, three minutes talking to those who are not born again. In, in Proverbs 28 verse 9, the Bible says, He that turn away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. He that turneth his ear away from hearing the law, the law is the word of God. Even this teaching I'm bringing to us is the law, is the word of God. He who is hearing it and is saying doesn't concern me. He who is hearing it and is saying that I, I, I don't need to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need Jesus. He's turning his ear away from the law. The Bible says, any of such people hearing what concerns them and turning their ears away, the word of God is saying, is or our prayer shall be an abomination. I pray for you, your prayer will not be an abomination in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to pray a, very, a few very important prayers and I don't want sin, I don't want the fact that you have not identified with Jesus, I don't want the fact that you have not surrendered to Jesus to hinder you from receiving from the Lord even as we pray right now. So wherever you are listening to me, if you are not born again, I want to give you the opportunity to do so now. All you need to do is to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know and I confess that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Have mercy upon me. Write my name in the book of life. Give me the grace to sin no more in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you have prayed that prayer with us, congratulations. You are now born again. All you need to do now is to locate a Bible-believing church if you are listening to me during lockdown. When the lockdown is over, locate a Bible-believing church and join them to worship the Lord. Join them, not as a bench woman, join them to serve the Lord. And the Lord will hear all your prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right now, I want us to pray a few prayers. In, in, in Psalm 119, verse 170, the Bible says, Let my supplications come before me. Deliver me according to thy law. Deliver me according to thy law. I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, please deliver me according to your word. Every of your word I, have, I lift up to you in prayer. Please deliver me according to them. Every time I pray, Lord, let my prayer come to you. Let my prayer come to you. Let my supplication come before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, don't let me seek you in vain. You have not called the house of Jacob to seek you in vain. Every time I call upon you, please let my supplication come before you. Let my supplication come before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I ask for your mercy. Don't let sin hinder me from, from, from my prayer reaching unto you in, on the throne of grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want to read Psalm 61, 61 verse 1 and 2. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is over overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than high. I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, two prayers we want to pray from there. Say, Father, 
Every time I call, please he and answer me. Every time I call, please he and answer me. Please he and answer me. Please he and answer me. Maliko zebra, buria limbo supra koria liamo zumbro liakata. Father, please every time I call, answer me, answer me, answer me. Every time I call upon you, please he and answer me. He and answer me. He and answer me. He and answer me. Every time I call upon you, Jesus, please he and answer me. In the mighty name of Jesus, every time I call upon you, Jesus, please he and answer me. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Say, Father. Please lead me to the rock that is higher than me. The place of encounter with the rock of ages. Lead me there. Lead me to the rock that is higher than me. The place of encounter with the rock of ages. In the name of Jesus. Lead me, Lord. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock. The rock that is higher than me. The place of encounter with the rock of ages. Oh Lord, lead me. Lead me. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock that is higher than me. Masopokoria libranosi. Eliboria liposuza bori. Nemozunde brulia boza liakata. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me to the rock that is higher than me. Lead me to the rock that is higher than me. Maleko sopra likaronde bozia prata. Lead me to the rock that is higher than me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Jeremiah 3 verse 14. Jeremiah 3 verse 14. The Bible says Behold the days come, said the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. Behold the days come, said the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel and unto the house of Judah. I don't know what the Lord has promised you before. I don't know the promise of God hanging upon your destiny. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, let the days of my prophecy fulfillment come. Let the days of prophecy fulfillment come in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the days of prophecy fulfillment come in my life. Let let the fulfillment of your promises over my life be hastened. Let the days of fulfillment of prophecy come in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the days of fulfillment of prophecy come in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Marcos in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Isaiah 65 verse 24. Isaiah 65 verse 24, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. Say, Father, Please show me the secret of immediate answers to prayers. Father, please show me the secret of immediate answers. Show me, Lord, the secret of immediate answers in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show me the formula. Show me the secret that every time I ask for anything, it will come instantly. Your word says, before I call, you will answer. Father, I want to call you and receive immediate answers in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show me the mystery behind immediate answer. Show me the secret behind instant response from heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In in, in Colossians 4 verse 2. Colossians 4 verse 2. The Bible says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Before I, I before we round up, I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, release upon me the grace to tarry in your presence. Continue in prayer. That's what the word of God says. Lift up your voice and say, Father, 
release upon me the, the grace to tarry in your presence. The grace to tarry in your presence. The grace for prayer to become interesting to me in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to be to, 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 to that will make prayer enjoyable. Release upon me in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace, the grace, the grace, the grace that will make prayer enjoyable. Release upon me. Lea sopa. E la gura pose brolia baroque pose prata. Malagua pose e broli brando zosa. E la gura le paroco zuse prolia parua nemo zanda. Ma catoze e broli que rambo zom brokeria parabo sacata. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word that has gone forth. Lord, we bless your holy name. We honor you. We adore you for the prayers you have answered this hour. Father, Lord, I ask concerning every request of anyone, concerning what they have been asking you for, concerning that particular situation in their lives that does not glorify you, Father, arise and let your name alone be glorified in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I pray for anyone experiencing any form of delay. Lord, let that yoke of delay be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask concerning every one of us that you teach us to pray. You teach us to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, draw us closer to yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, draw us to the rock that is higher than us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, encounter us at the altar of prayer in the mighty mighty name of Jesus. Father, the grace to make prayer more enjoyable for us. Father, release upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to tarry, to tarry in your presence. The grace to be longing to see you. The grace, Lord, to, to, that will make our heart pants after you as the deer pants after the water brooks. Release upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. And every time we seek you, Lord, Father, let the reward of prayers locate us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let our identity be men and women that you listen and, 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 and answer their prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. All glory and honor be unto your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, I want to thank you for listening to this broadcast. Every Wednesday, I'll be bringing a teaching on the subject of prayer. As you follow, the Lord will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord.